This is Kanzen Shu, the podcast, episode 363 for the week of June 15th, 2014. What up, AOS? Welcome back to Kanzen Shu, the podcast. That's right, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Kanzen Shu. We, two of us, right here, right now, for all eternity, cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit, oh, the entertaining. My name is Mike VGTOEX. I am in my regular area for recording process. Heath, Mr. Hujio, sir, you are you're in a different I'm place. I'm not in my regular place. Coming to us live through the internet. The magic of the intertubes. Hey, man, it's uh, been a while. It has. It's been a little crazy, I think, for everyone. You know, not for lack of trying. The last two weeks... I have actually tried doing shows and then something blows up. Someone loses something. Someone falls asleep. It happens. I'm sorry. I can't help that I fall asleep (laughs) at random times. I understand. I was like, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Mike, what's up? And then I get a text message and I actually didn't get it till like three o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) It's okay. It's fine. Here we are, man. It has been uh, a crazy last few weeks to say the least. It has been. For all of us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the site has been trucking along. I mean, all the news is there. I listen to a lot of podcasts where it is part of a larger site, a larger community, and I am one of those terrible people that does not get engaged on a larger level. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who only listen to Konzenshu. You are doing yourself a disservice. There is so much written content. Throw us in your RSS reader. I mean, if you're still doing that, Google reader death was the death of many of us, but I've transitioned to Feedly. Makes things wonderful. Throw us in your reader, throw us in your bookmarks, or just obsessively click and refresh every day like we used to in 1998. That's okay, too. I still do that. Do you? You still go directly to websites? Well, I because I had Google Reader. And then it died, and uh-huh. I just never got anything else. You just else. gave up? Yeah, I know. I feel like it's kind of 50-50 with who just gave up entirely. Oh, maybe it's like 50-25-25. Half people just gave up. 25% of people just rely on Twitter to get anything. And then the other 25. I was going to say, if it's interesting enough, it's usually in my Google or in my Twitter feed. So Yeah, yeah. What I'm getting at. Is there is Dragon Ball news and content and analysis for you. www.kanzenshuu.com. So many newses these last couple of weeks. Uh, Battle of Gods is coming to North America. Uh, there's a new game called Dragon Ball Xenoverse coming to the PS4 and various other systems. We are not talking about any of that right now. Heath, a while ago, years ago at this point, I'm in my basement now. You were sitting across from me. We did what we uh, lovingly called what the hell just happened to Dragon Ball Kai. Is that what we called it? That, I think that is actually the, the name of the episode if you go back and look at it. That was, uh, that was 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was pretty accurate. Yeah, Uh, this is not quite the follow up to that. This isn't what the hell happened to Dragon Ball Kai Part 2. I guess we could call this what the hell is happening to Majin Buu arc of Dragon Ball Kai right now. In the present. In the present. Heath, man, you uh, you have been taking up the mantle for Dragon Ball Kai on Konzenshu, and I am so eternally grateful. For some unknown reason. (sighs) It's a disaster, isn't it? It's a complete and utter disaster. I mean, it, it was originally. <laughs> yeah, um, it totally was. But I feel like, I can't remember who, I believe it was Gaffer Tape, even on the uh, 
the forums that just said, man, there is just no way we can get away from this being a clusterfuck, can we? It's like, no, we can't. Anything they can possibly do to kind of screw something up, mm-hmm. it seems like they're going out of their way to do it. But I, I mean, it makes it, I guess you would say, interesting. It gives you something to talk about, something to follow. But honestly, this is the stuff that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, but uh, that's what we're doing this episode. Yay! Yay! We're talking about the Boo arc of Kai. What is going on with it? We're going to cover everything. How it came to be again, I suppose. Uh, all the, the voice acting, the music decisions going on. It's kind of a recap of news that we already knew, but we're going to set the stage for you. And then we're going to talk about how it seems to be going and uh, almost a controversial thing that's happening with it as it slowly starts to perhaps make its way abroad and that's really what we're doing this episode it's it's 2014 here we are talking about kai again like it's a relevant thing because it is it's just really weird i can't place myself in time kai has always been this out of time product that never really made much sense and we were talking for honestly years about you know, if they're going to do it, they got to do it now. If they're going to do it, they got to do it now. And here we are in 2014. It's like, maybe they shouldn't have done this. They should have left well enough alone. <laughs> maybe they should have. That's where we're going to go. I mean, there's so much to cover. Uh, as we started recording, toss the question out on Twitter, and there are tons of responses. I mean, Kai is just that kind of thing where you can't help but just kind of crash back in your chair, shake your head a little bit. It's just that kind of thing where it's... Man, ah, deep sigh, deep sigh. We'll all get through this together. We will. Let's hold hands. Heath, are you ready? Shall we get right into our topic? The Boo Hark of Dragon Ball Kai has begun. All right, so Dragon Ball Kai, it was this thing. It was created for the 20th anniversary of the TV adaptation of Z specifically. So... 1989 to 2009. 2009 was the 20th anniversary. Dragon Ball Kai began as they kind of promoted it as closer to Toriyama's original manga. So they would do things like cut out a lot of extraneous filler material, reduced episode counts. I mean, it's easiest for me to think back to the Saiyan arc because honestly, that's the only one I personally watch in its entirety was 36 episodes originally down to what was it 16 17 episodes with loading the bodies up over in guys 16 yeah i mean it's such a significant decrease in episodes and it continued onward from there they went through the cyan arc the frieza arc into the cell arc by the time the cell arc wrapped up we were just under 100 episodes and the way that kai came to a close was almost on these three differing fronts that all contributed to a whole bunch of weirdness the first front alone was hey we're ending with the cell arc that's kind of weird. Now, Heath, we've talked extensively. We've tried to make it very clear that we're not saying anything in particular is what we absolutely believe to be the sole reason. But if you look at how the ratings were going, if you look at how the merchandise sales in particular were going, I mean, there was almost this inverse correlation of merchandise sales and ratings and popularity and success. It just, it did not add up to keep it going, right? 
And on top of that, you throw in a new music scandal. Well, that's front number two. Kenji Yamamoto hired to do the entire musical score for Dragon Ball Kai, a return composer from kind of this alternate world of Dragon Ball, Yamamoto, under various other names, under his name itself, under variations of Monolith, later under variations of Ken's, working on so many video games for the franchise. So came in to do all new background music for Kai. We get, what, two, three episodes before? Before it ends, PDF up on Toei site. It's come to our understanding that multiple suspicious pieces of work may be infringing on other copyrights, blah, 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 blah. The entire musical score from Dragon Ball Kai is ripped out. Last minute replacement, recycled music, Shunsuke Kikuchi's score from the original version of Z, plopped in for those last couple episodes, replopped in for the entire rest of the 98 episodes. I mean, that was a complete disaster. I mean, disaster is just the best word to describe it. It really is. I mean, it. they had to pull back on so much. It delayed um, DVD sales because yeah. they had to actually delay production, go back and redo a couple, swap out all the musical tracks for Kikuchi, and... It also hit the North American market and a lot of other foreign markets where they had to pull back and say, hey, you guys can't hear this episode. You can't do this until we get you new audio. Right. And I mean, it was just... It was a huge disaster. You think back to how that was going on. We had two cable networks airing it. Depending on which episode you were watching on which channel, you could get one of two different musical scores. I know the fifth part of Dragon Ball Kai was delayed for quite some time. Then the the seasons as they were coming out, back to the recycled music. I mean, it was just well, a then, disaster. Yeah, and if you bought the original japanese blu-ray since they were releasing those in larger sets as opposed to the individual dvds Mm -hmm. there are episodes in japanese on the blu-ray that have the original yamamoto score whereas those same episodes on the dvd don't but then you go to the north american market and all the funimation dvds and it's even worse than that and then both sides of the ocean had to start recalling things or stop producing them and slowly pull them off of the market very quietly and it yeah it was a mess and it's really hard to document we still to this day get questions from a lot of people of if i buy this what music is going to be on here (laughs) well this and if that then this i mean we have a chart that i made with little blocks but that block chart needs to be updated with a whole slew of extra releases i know so getting back to disaster i mean it's almost a literal word in this sense in the unfortunate sense the tohoku earthquake and tsunami disaster in japan was not responsible for kai ending although its coverage its ongoing coverage did preempt the television airing of the what would have been the final episode of kai that was episode 98 when trunks returns to his future to kind of deal with the aftermath there that was relegated to the home release as a bonus episode uh so that again i want to stress that didn't contribute to kai ending it just happened unfortunately in so many respects to come at that exact same time uh as toriko was set to go on that date toriko had to start on that date so that's how that went down. It was uh, yet another mess. I, I don't even know how to describe it towards the end. And at that point, everyone was just like, well, whatever. I well, think we're oh, done. Well. 
(laughs) So Kai continued to proliferate throughout the world. I mean, alternate versions were getting dubbed from other companies in various languages, subtitled releases airing in certain countries. I mean, Kai is part of Dragon Ball, which Toei always goes on to say it's one of our evergreen franchises. We're going to exploit it as best we can, get it out there, get it making money. Dragon Ball does very well internationally, more so than most of their other franchises. Made total sense. So Kai just continued onward for a while and throughout the world, wrapped up with the Cell arc, maybe continued airing, couple repeats here and there. Kai was the thing. Toriko took over its time slot. Whoops, Toriko's ending. Yay. Uh, Heath, this is something that, I mean, we did an extensive documentation on what was going down at that point in time. And I'm really proud of how we outlined that. And I don't want to do this patting ourselves on the back, but we outlined it in such a way that there was no other alternative. Toriko was going off TV and Kai was taking its slot. And it was it was an ongoing rumor up to that point, but it wasn't, you know, solidified that this is exactly what was going going to happen it was it was just kind of hearing things through the grapevine you're putting pieces together companies are starting to drop Torico like nobody's business and so you kind of just have to go with it you don't cancel a card merchandise line for no reason no so Torico ran its course that leaves it open for Kai to come back in 2014 back for the boo arc and just again to quickly recap some of this stuff we had known for well over a year almost two years it felt like if you really do the math for all the leaks that it was being recorded in Japan boo arc was coming it wasn't even going to air in Japan Kai was doing so well internationally they were producing it for the foreign market so you've got to lay down a baseline track to translate from to include on bilingual DVD DVDs that made sense. A year goes by, nothing happens. So to step back a bit, just to kind of preface it, maybe a little timeline here is okay. that uh, we found out that Kai was continuing before Toriko was ending. That's true. Yeah. So because we found out, was it like November? Hey, look, I have a site. November 2012 that uh, we found out that Kai was continuing, although we found out also it would only be internationally. So we have this raw information and kind of nothing to do with it other than, all right, this is happening. No one's officially confirming it. And when you directly ask them about it, because Julian is silly gaijin and he can do things like that. And even other folks like Kay can be a little forward for Japanese. I appreciate that. People they ask are kind of like, no, 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 no. I can't talk about that. Stop, stop, abort. The weird thing was, was Mayumi Tanaka posted it on her blog she doesn't care so she doesn't afraid of anything you know if it's in text form okay a lot of people can refute it and say yeah maybe that's what they're doing especially if she deletes it Mm -hmm. but she posted a picture of her (laughs) with like everybody that's the thing we get textual accounts we get pictures from recording sessions the boo arc of guy is happening time goes by nothing is happening in the meantime as you said we learned about this before toriko ended Extended hiatus, who the hell knows? So that goes, it just goes onward from there. And here we are. It is indeed happening. And it's almost the flip flop of what uh, Tanaka said was going to happen. It's specifically airing in Japan first and then making its way abroad. Yeah, which is really weird when you think about it because Kai is only continuing because there was international interest. Yeah. And they're the ones that basically said, hey, we will foot the bill if you guys will produce more episodes. And of course, Toei says, hey, you're going to give us money. Sure, why not? We'll do it. Would you say that Dragon Ball Kai was a flop in Japan? 
You mean initially? As a whole, from the Scion to the Zellark. Yeah, I think you could label it as a flop. And why would you classify it as a flop? Is that comparatively speaking? Is that objectively speaking? I think it's more subjective. Um, I mean, everything is, but okay, right. continue. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that insight. Sure. Um, That's what I'm here for. I, I would say that it is a flop just because it never really took hold in Japan. Like, yeah, I think yeah. they thought it would. They tried um, their damnedest. Yeah. The ratings actually weren't terrible in comparison. I mean, it was always right up there with One Piece. It was either a spot or two behind it. I think once it actually beat One Piece. The average, is this what our analysis was? The average of Kai was higher than the highest of Toriko as yes. a whole? Yeah. So, well, I think even the minimum on Kai was <laughs> about level uh, just highest. a little yeah. bit over the average of yeah. Toriko. So, yeah, it's just overall... The biggest hindrance that Kai had going for it was they tried to slap the brand on everything. They really did. And I mean, it was nobody figures, wanted games. to buy it. They would yeah. watch it, but nobody wanted to buy it because a lot of what Kai shot for, especially when it started out as, oh, this is an anniversary production. We're doing this for old fans. You can watch it with your kids. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to bring in some generations. And a lot of the people that watch it were older generations and they already have bought a lot of stuff over the years that's you the just thing. give them dragon boxes they now have this series there just was not a huge incentive to actually buy it for once we had a parallel in the japanese market to what had been going on with funimation for years which was constant re-releases of the show mm-hmm. and it wasn't constant in japan it was the dragon box releases and it was the single disc releases but it was a complete release and then a broken down complete release that had just finished coming out and it's uh, to me, it's exactly the same as here's your orange bricks, here's your dragon boxes, here's your Kai, here's your levels. Oh, the levels aren't doing so well. I wonder why. I mean, I guess the easiest way to put it is I would consider it a flop because they had to cut it short. Right. If Dragon Ball Kai was not a flop, it would have gone directly into the boot arc. The yes. merchandise sales with a Dragon Ball product on TV presently airing were dropping. The instant that Kai went off of TV, miraculously, merchandise sales popped up again. Now, that could tie into innovative things like what they were doing with Dragon Ball Heroes. Correlation does not necessarily mean causation. However, lots of correlation going on here. So I I think we can just stick with... Kai flop due to not going directly into Boo. But here we are, 2009 to 2011, Cyan Frieza Cell, 2014, mm-hmm. the Boo arc it is presently airing. So, Heath, where I want to go from here is what is exactly going on with it? What are some of the changes that people uh, are watching, can look forward to in the future if they're waiting for some kind of localized release? And then some of the more disastrous things already going on with the Boo arc, even though we're only a couple months into it. It's oh, insane. 11 episodes. 11 at this episodes. Point. It's only 11 episodes. I say it's only, but oh my God, it's about 11. So here's the thing Heath, I have not seen any of the Boo Arc of Kai beyond the opening and closing animation. Now, yes. I am happy to hand in my number one Dragon Ball fan card right now. It's okay. I give up. I'm done. On the flip side, you probably know more about the ins and outs of these episodes than any other person in North America. 
unfortunately. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. I, I don't know who bestowed this upon me, but I think I just kind of picked up the mantle after it ended to yeah. begin with. And it's yeah. like, well, I did it for the first part. I might as well do it. Might as well this. keep going. And we obviously have Julian over in Japan who occasionally watches it. Uh, I know Osaka, at least his region is uh, a week behind the mm-hmm. other regions. It's always been that way for him. So Julian's always a week behind in the broadcast, but Heath, uh, in the interest of full and complete documentation, you have been doing everything from credits to, reanimation not so much so we're gonna get into some of that but we'll get into that but i'm kind of thankful that it's not happening (laughs) i'm sure just because it saves me so much time yeah i know so i guess let's hit some of the major differences and updates for the boo arc of kai versus what came before now the tv broadcast of kai in japan was in a cropped, occasionally pan and scanned widescreen. The home release was kind of weird. The Blu-rays were the proper full 4x3. The Japanese DVDs were the same crop as the TV broadcast. Mm-hmm. Now, over here in North America, Funimation just put everything out, DVD and Blu-ray, proper 4x3. Various other countries got different things. Um, I think France, for example, got a crop, but I mean wherever it is that you got stuff it may be different we're kind of focusing on japan here in in japan around that time uh they were switching their their television over to digital terrestrial and it was hey Um, please put everything in widescreen yep pretty much and my assumption has always been they had already started producing it in full screen when this really kind of hit them that oh we can't air it in full screen because Fuji TV won't let us because Fuji TV had already started to switch everything over to a 16 by nine widescreen. Yeah. Digital doesn't necessitate widescreen, but that was kind of the mantra at the time was give us everything widescreen. So they already were producing it that way. And to start everything off, you know, they went in and with telecine machine, just digitized all of the film negatives. And so they had all that on hand. We've already scanned it all. Well, let's just, keep going with what we're doing and that's how we ended up with the full screen version uh this time around everyone already knows right off the bat it has to be in widescreen and on top of that you add in the fact that it seems they're working under a constrained budget so with this reduction now all of a sudden well if we don't have to mess with all this top portion of the screen and we just do <laughs> everything in widescreen let's just do it just it off a la Funimation's cropping. Right. And we know this beyond just the TV broadcast because we do have listings for the upcoming DVD and Blu-ray sets that specifically state they are widescreen. Yeah. And and they're completely opposite. And in fact, they just recently announced that they would be re-releasing new larger box sets of the Sign and Frieza arcs along with the Mm -hmm. Cell Jinzo Ningen episodes. And those also say 4.3 full hd Mm. so it's the same listing as before this clearly says 16 by 9 so tv broadcast and the upcoming home release we can pretty much say for sure the boo arc is going to be the inconsistent continuation it's going to be widescreen everything well and that's that's the weird thing uh when you really think about it internationally especially in north america which as it appears from everyone that i've talked to the major player in this is Funimation. They are the ones that push for this the most. And I would not be surprised at all if they're backing the majority of it. <laughs> because, frankly, I, they are the go-to company almost globally anymore. So I think they kind of have a little capital they can work with. But it's interesting that 
they released everything full screen last time. Mm-hmm. Now, this is being produced as far as we can tell at this point because it's started airing in other countries already. It's airing in Japan, and we have these listings for upcoming releases in Japan, and they're all 16 by 9 widescreen. So it leads you to wonder why Funimation would want to continue a series in two different aspect ratios. I mean, that's and nothing then you go, different well, for them. it's Funimation. Whatever. <laughs> so. I mean, that coming from Funimation, I wouldn't even bat an eye at that. Coming from I know, Toei, but it's I'm just like, oh, really logically you think about it for a second, and it's like, well, that's just really weird because one thing I will give Funimation is they're consistently consistent in how they do things, if that makes sense. I mean, <sighs> Maybe? if it's going to be Z, it's going to be in widescreen. If it's Dragon Ball or GT, it's full screen, which, okay, whatever. But this, now all of a sudden, not only is it just this mangled thing in Japan, now it's going to be just as messed up everywhere else. All right, Heath, it's cropped. Got it. Okay. Moving on. Music. Uh, Kenji Yamamoto is not coming back. Nope. Surprise, surprise. I, I don't think he's exactly welcome. So the question was, all right, will they just continue onward with Kikuchi music? I mean, Kikuchi had basically composed an all-new score for the Boo arc moving onward. I mean, it's a, a clearer divide in Z from the Cell arc to the Boo arc than anything mm-hmm. before. I mean, there are still old pieces being used and incorporating pieces from the movies. But when you have a new prologue and subtitle track at the beginning of an episode, you know shit just went down. It's a different score. Oh, yeah. uh, the Boo arc of Kai is continuing onward in that trend. We have Sumitomo from the Battle of God's Composition Realm coming in. Is it Norihito Sumitomo? I believe that's his name. Yeah, Norihito. Coming in, scoring the Boo arc of Kai. All new musical score. So we're on our third musical score for Kai. Yes, technically. All right. That's a thing. That happened. Well, to to begin with, when when we start off with the Boo arc, uh-huh. you notice right away almost half the music is taken from Battle of Gods. It's it's very obvious. It almost it, it harks back to when the Cyan arc started with Kai back in 2009. Uh-huh. And a lot of people would post online that, oh my God, the music is so repetitive. Yeah. It, it's called a weekly show. Right. <laughs> it only happens. made so much at that point. It yeah. would continue to build over time. Uh, I mean, I want to go back to the... Uh, Toriko One Piece Dragon Ball collaboration special thing that actually used a couple pieces from Battle of Gods. So I'm not surprised mm-hmm. to hear Battle of Gods music showing up over here. It makes sense. No, and it's what actually happened when Dragon Ball Z was first being broadcast. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, they would pull in a lot of music. I mean, you just had an orchestra come in and recorded all this amazing music for film. Why not pull it into the TV series? And it, it it's a nice carry over because people that are familiar with the films it will recognize things within the tv series right and that's just a, a shonen staple they all do yeah that. and so, they've done it forever so that's the music over on the voice actor side we of course have to have some updates because it is dragon ball kai and would not be kai without voice updates uh kind of the, the biggest one right now that's the most relevant is videl yeah that was a lot of people initially seemed very upset about this Mm -hmm. um she came back for the movie and i think that was a special circumstance and definitely she had other priorities so who do we get we go out and say hey um furukawa what's your wife doing and of course that's who they they went and got they got uh, shino kakanuma so yeah i i actually she is growing on me it's it's a different bit of a pitch a different take 
But when it comes to a lot of the serious scenes, I feel like she does a great job. Yeah, I'm going to say, unfortunately, replacing Yuko Minaguchi, who is, I feel very privileged to have uh, gotten a chance to see at Animazement, not this year, but the previous year. And as you mentioned, uh, perhaps her last performance is Videl over in Battle of Gods. And I'm pretty sure I said this before. There's no one else that would have wanted playing that role uh, under those circumstances in that story mm-hmm. in that movie. So I'm glad Minaguchi got a chance to do it there. I, I think she picks something great to go out on. Definitely, definitely. So other than Minaguchi's replacement, uh, are there any other key things going on here? I mean, the, the main cast is back. We've got Kaiushin back. Yeah, I mean, Kaiushin's obviously... Gory Daisuke is no longer with us. Right. So we have that to deal with. Well, I mean, other than Mr. Satan, whose voice actor, replacement voice actor, I continue mm-hmm. to forget after all this Unsho. stuff. Unsho. Unsho Ishizuka? Ishizuka. Is that his name? Yep. Okay. Jumpri. I think he was... Uh, is he playing old Joseph in Stardust Crusaders? I think he is. So that's what I'm... I you think say, so. You see him as right now. <laughs> what have you been watching lately? <laughs> it's all JoJo's all the time. Forget Kai. Uh, so other than that, I mean... Uh, Gyu Mao. Uh, well, okay. Daisuke Gori. But only... Well. I mean... Gosh, I think he's only in like the first two episodes of Kai. I mean, you go back to the Frieza arc and basically every minion other than Frieza, who's not a minion, but everyone other than Mm -hmm. Frieza was replaced. Uh, Cell arc was pretty consistent here and there, at least with the the major players like Miki Ito is number 18. Those kind of folks all back Um, over in the Boo arc. Is there any other swapping action going on right now? Uh, We do have a couple that... I don't know. It was kind of neat, actually. Eresa, uh, Megumi Arawa came back. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody else was a classmate with Gohan. They were all replaced. So we (laughs) got one back. All right. It's kind of a, it's a hit or miss sort of thing. Pui Pui has been replaced. Uh, Yamu's been replaced. Spopovich, uh, Hisao Igawa came back. Oh, okay. um, That's a name I recognize from other minor roles. That makes sense. And then uh, Shin Imori came back as Kabito. So okay, okay. It's it's kind of nice. We have a couple. Oh, and Dabra. I was gonna say we have Ruzabudo Ultimo. So many extended vowel sounds. But there. everybody else has pretty much been replaced. If they were minor, you'll see yeah, a lot yeah. of. From what I've noticed, looking up a lot of the new actors, they're all junior actors. So mm, okay. they come on the cheap. Gotcha. So for the Boo Arc of Guy. It- if I was going to kind of assign grade levels to people, it feels like the C level people have been replaced. The B level people are there and the A level people are all still there too. The A level people are definitely there. They're always coming back. Okay. So that sounds like that's the, the voice side going on. I mean, we're going to continue to have more characters, but boo is kind of the main dude for the rest of the series Mm -hmm. and just the rest of the main characters. So we're probably pretty set for voices, right? For the most part. And it's just going to be like everything else. Very minor background characters that are in like one episode here or there where we'll have new actors. But for the most part, everything else from here on out. I know we've mentioned this far too many times in recent history in the show. Over under on Megumi Hayashibara coming back as Blind Boy. What do you think? What are the chances? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say it's like 2080. (laughs) All right. I'm feeling about the same. Um, All right. I think that's voices. That's about it. So uh, I want to go back to video. And you're saying, Mike, why are we going back mm-hmm. to video? We already talked about the widescreen. Heath, can you tell me about the remastering process for the Cyan Arc, the Frieza Arc, and the Cell Arc? Just on, on a very basic level. So we had 
Fuji TV, of course. We had Toei, of course. There's another company involved. What was going on? Okay, so to begin with, they decided they were going to do Kai. So they went through and they picked out the story, what they wanted to do, all that. And essentially, for the video remastering, they hired a company called Q-Tech, which has done quite a few anime. Um, there are those out on the internet, um, I will not name names, that are not huge fans of Q-Tech because they have been notorious of utterly destroying a 480p remaster into 1080p. It just, I mean, you are you have to realize what you're dealing with. It's old footage that's, you know, meant for a 480p display. Yeah. And now you're blowing it up and calling it HD. Q-Tech scanned all of the film given to them by Toy Animation. Toy Animation then took that, well, back up. They scanned it. Q-Tech themselves remastered it. Um, they adjusted the color. They centered everything. They figured out the cropping, you know. And, of course, the cropping wasn't as big of a deal to a lot of people because it was also being released in full screen. So it was kind of a selective cropping, um, which is actually what the Kai arc is doing now. It is They are adjusting it as needed to try to fit the most in the frame as possible. It's the same thing Funimation is kind of... Isn't it strange we live in an era? This is 2014. Again, I keep saying this is 2014 because we live in a distant yes, scientific it, it is future. Weird. Companies are praising themselves for doing a pan and scan. I know. Do you remember the time when it would have pan and scan in parentheses on the side of the VHS and we would scoff and throw it to the side? I remember when they first started releasing DVDs and people would say, you have to buy the DVD, stop buying VHS because you can buy the movie in the proper aspect ratio. That was the biggest selling point of all time for DVD when yeah. it first came out. Yeah, or it would come with both yeah. or whatever. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> back, uh, So Q-Tech would remaster it themselves then along with fuji tv and toei animation they would get together and figure out which scenes they would like to reanimate due to yeah, high sure. flashing or redo some of the the key attacks things like that um or just for no reason whatsoever or, yes that did happen quite often and toei animation themselves actually did all of that they were the ones that did the reanimated scenes Q-Tech had nothing to do with it because they themselves are not an animation studio. They just mm -hmm. remaster and work with film. So Toy Animation did that, and then they would send it back to Q-Tech, who would insert it in. And then once everything was all done, they'd ship it off to Fuji TV so that they could broadcast it. And then they shipped it off to HappyNet so that they could produce Blu-rays and DVDs. And uh, that, that essentially, in a nutshell, is the remastering process that we saw. So, Heath, here we are, the Boo Arc of Kai. Q-Tech is not involved anymore. It is Toei all themselves. Yes. So the question is, what's going on and why is it so damn green? There are a couple theories. To begin all this, we started out with Funimation pretty much approaching Toei Animation saying, hey, you guys, can we continue well, the Kai arc? Allegedly, supposedly. Okay, we're going to go with supposedly. Likely. But, so that's what happened. They came in and said, okay, how can we do this as cheap as possible? I think was, was <laughs> yeah. essentially the discussion. And I at this point, I don't think there's really any way anyone can debate out of they really wanted to put a lot of money into this because I think it's quite clear that they didn't. If you want to get into the fact that there are now, as we know it, two different versions. Well, we'll get there. Let's let's hold off on just the quality of the video itself mm -hmm. for well, now. I, Is it just... In my theory, I think that kind of plays into it. Okay, okay. Well, all right, let's define it and then let's just get right into that. Okay. I say, why is it so green? This has nothing to do... I mean, we're not talking about 
fan subbers, if you want to even call mm-hmm. today's people who sub things fan subbers anymore. That's a whole nother debate to have. Not talking about anything that anyone else does to any video. We're talking about the actual video that's being actually broadcast in actual Japan, you know, straight from Julian watching his screen, K watching his screen, the direct things off the DVRs. I mean, this is the footage itself. All your digital compression stuff out of the mix. Mm-hmm. The footage has a green tint to it. And it is weird. I super weird. I don't know why they did it. Um, yeah. But my theory, and this could be way off, but is is the fact that we have two different versions from what we have seen, because now Korea and a couple other countries have begun airing Kai. Right. People have said the green tint is not in the international version. Ah, all right. So we've had these announcements yes. that um, Toei, the English Toei website announced that it's going to be the final chapters abroad and other countries are going to be getting it. And now this Korean broadcast kind of popped up out of nowhere. Oh, this is airing. And Heath are saying no green tint on it, possibly. From what we've at least for now. been hearing from people, the white is actually white. There's no real tint to it. Um, all right. So a lot of that remains to be seen. Yes. I mean, that, that is all TVs hearsay at this point. Off TV captures all that stuff. So far, um, there have really been no reanimated scenes at all. I think Kay said he found one where they slightly tweaked Kibito's mouth. And they like tweak the mouth and do a slightly different zoom in in the process or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. But nothing to the scale at all of what we saw last time with three draws. Yeah, important point. Yep. So we need to talk about this. Two different versions. What is going on? Why do we think that? So here's how we can set the stage. Prior to Korea, we at Kanzenshu have been able to independently confirm there is a different version of Kai that is being produced. Mm-hmm. We are starting to see the results of this now. Heath, what is this different version of Kai? Well, I actually had to create an entire timeline to even make this make sense in my own head. <laughs> I know. It's it's bonkers. And then I said, well, I made one, so I might as well post it. I mean, this is a forum post you're talking about yes what i would like to do is do a proper news post front page of the website Mm -hmm. probably in conjunction with this podcast episode so this will all go up whenever it goes up kind of outlining this like many things i use the podcast as kind of an outline for doing other things yeah all right so what's going on well to begin with uh the way things set up we found out that this was going to just be international only so originally as far as we can tell it was solely created for other countries to broadcast. It Nothing really was going to happen with it in Japan. If anything did, right, it was right. probably just going to be a straight-to-video home release. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like. So what ended up happening was everything was in development. It had already been shipped to other countries to begin dubbing it. Uh, it was almost ready to be announced as far as we could tell because we had a lot of Funimation voice actors they were talking they were talking about, about it. it saying either i just got done recording or i'm going to be recording i'm going to be reprising my roles in the boo arc of kai and then all of a sudden lots of things started to happen disappearing mm-hmm. silence all that jazz. which really all started with Tariko ending is hmm. my okay, hypothesis because fuji tv decided hey um, this isn't doing so hot. So they decided they were going to cancel it. They approached Toei Animation and said, hey, what can you guys give us? What else he got? And yep. uh, they said, hey, we've been developing Kai. You want that back? Yep. And this is this is my own theory because this is unconfirmed. But most of the time, new series on Fuji TV, as we've seen with Toriko, Kai, uh, Pretty Cure, they all 
start in April. Mm-hmm. They they shoot for a spring month um, because of the the way school falls within Japan. It just works really well. And so that's what they normally shoot for. As we found out, there are 69 episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters, the international version of the series. Well, 69 episodes doesn't quite fit in with 52 weeks, if that's what they're shooting for. And I don't think they're going to try to stretch that out to 104 weeks or two years. Why does it have to be 52? I mean, we're not talking about North American syndication schedules in particular. So why do you care? They had produced enough episodes to run more than a year, year. but not quite two years for Fuji TV. And um, this is where my theory comes in, is that Fuji TV just really didn't want to go beyond a year commitment Mm. um, because they wanted another new series to start up. Oh, next year. Okay, so kind of give us this as filler, maybe. Mm -hmm. Talk to you next year. While they develop something else. Again, that's a theory. It it could all be more than that. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Okay. Uh, we'll find out eventually. So we're, we're still at this point here where I'm asking, why are there two versions? What are you talking about? So take it from there. Yes. In the midst of all this, Funimation and Toy Animation, they've all already been in development and essentially have developed this entire new series of 69 episodes. And I mean, other countries too. We're talking about Funimation, yes. but I mean, we had Toei for Europe announce it. So other companies mm-hmm. are working. So when we say Funimation, it's probably primarily Funimation, but you can lump in some other companies too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm speaking internationally. So now that we have these 69 episodes that have been developed, they've already been shipped out. What is Toei Animation supposed to do? They have Fuji TV approaching them saying, we would like this many episodes. And we have all these other countries that say, wait, we've already got all of these so what should we do so toei animation in their brilliance decided let's essentially turn it into two separate series we'll have an international version which will be released to all the other countries because we've already put money into this other countries have put money into Mm -hmm. it most other countries have already dubbed it so you've paid voice actors you've paid technicians you've rented booth time all that so go ahead all of you other countries just hold on until we create our own new version and we want it to come out in Japan first. Makes sense. I mean, it's their own baby. They can do whatever they want with it. I think Mm -hmm. I've talked about this. They certainly have agreements and contracts, but I mean, if they're the ultimate rights holders, they can probably just up and decide to do something different if they want. And the whole thing is, if Toriko would have just ended sooner, (laughs) this may never have happened. We may only have one version. All right, so I want to stick to this and really dig in here we still haven't answered two versions how do we know there were two versions Heath what is the difference what have we seen already that tells us exactly hey this international version if we want to put that in quotes is different from what aired in Japan well initially a lot of people um, almost right off the bat I think we were only two or three episodes in we're pointing out that you know the Japanese broadcast yes from the Japanese broadcast that things just it didn't really line up the way people thought they should. And that if we run at this pace that they were going, you're talking like 40 episodes and they would cover all the material. It was just flying. There was no... Yeah. I mean, we talked about kind of not having breathing room, but from the sounds of it, again, I haven't watched it. You have watched it. It was just kind of going like boom, 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 end of episode. Yeah, I mean, the the Siaman, a lot of that was pretty much done in two episodes. Well, I mean, that is such a weird arc because it was yes, it different from the... It was one of the very few things in the Z adaptation for TV that was different from the manga as opposed to everything else, mm-hmm. which was 
panel for panel with filler. The Simon arc was kind of different in pieces. It was a hodgepodge. They they essentially rewrote it. Hiroshi Toda, you can kind and of it's mostly thank the same, but that. there there's filler and then there's changed events. So to do an edit of mm-hmm. that, like I tip my hat to them for even being able to do an edit of the Great Simon arc in any way. Yeah, but it sounds like it was just blazing forward and it continued onward like that. Yeah. So uh, initially it was blazing and people were just, you know, essentially doing the math, which is all you can do at that Mm -hmm. point and say, well, if we're averaging this many chapters per episode, we would hit a point where either they're going to have to switch to doing straight on Z episodes to Kai episodes to make this thing run long, or we're going to be done in just a couple months. And so a lot of people were kind of concerned. And then Toei Animation Europe announced that they would be releasing Kai the final chapters uh, to various European countries. It would They would be getting their own broadcast within those respective countries. And they also announced that they would be airing 69 episodes. And then that's really when people started to get confused because if they, now that we have a final number of 69 episodes and you're assuming that the Japanese version is that, then we literally would hit the point where we could no longer do two chapters an episode. We would get halfway through the Boo arc and they would have to do straight up Z to Kai episodes. And people were not thrilled that about that. That defeats the entire purpose. Exactly. So we're going, well, what's the point then of Kai if you're just going to be doing Z? Then I think I may be the only one who knows this because, again, I'm the only one that pays attention to these things. But uh, every week, well, not every week, every, about every two weeks, every three weeks, uh, Weekly Shonen Jump or V Jump would announce upcoming episodes mm-hmm. of Kai. They would say, here's the episode title, here's the air date, and we would update the site with them. Well, I started to notice, especially in the last month or so, all of these episode titles that were being given to Shueisha were completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ep- they didn't match what was actually being broadcast so at you, all. So you're saying what is printed in the magazine issues when it finally comes to the TV broadcast, the episode title on the screen on TV is different from what had been printed. Um, yeah, like, uh, for instance, there was, oh, I'm trying to remember which episode it was. It was later on. Oh, episode 107, uh, The Secrets of the Terrible Majin, mm-hmm. The Man Behind the Curtain Appears. It, they kept part of the title, but then shifted it. And one good way, Dragon Ball's always been this way, and frankly, a lot of Shonen series have, the title of the episode gives away what's going to happen. Right. You have a general idea of what the story is going to be, especially if you're already familiar with it. I mean, the point of the TV adaptation is that you're a fan of the manga. You've already read it. You want to relive it. Yeah. So what happened was they actually kept the second part of the episode title and moved it and then rewrote the last part. So it almost seemed like they were adding in more material than they originally had. All right. Planned. Um, And then next up, episode 108. Well, when episode 107 aired, they had a preview for 108 and the title that... Fuji TV broadcast for episode 108 was not even in any of the magazines hmm. at all. They had completely added in a new episode. So it just, things all of a sudden were really not adding up because why would Toei Animation all of a sudden start changing gotcha. episodes? And you think, well, gosh, this is this has been in development for years and years. Why all of a sudden would they just start picking and choosing and cutting things out and adding things in. This should be committed to tape and done. Yeah. They've been recording their lines since November of 2012. Uh, we've had interviews with uh, 
Masako Nozawa saying, oh, it's really nice having the footage right in front of us Mm -hmm. fully done while we're recording. If it's fully done, why are we going back and making all these edits? So, Heath, we're talking about episode counts being tossed out there, a very Mm -hmm. strange pace to the episodes themselves, episode titles that don't line up, that don't exist and are changed before they reach their, their final broadcast. We are also talking about footage in this international version that is not in the Japanese broadcast, right? And that's, um, you know, I'd been saying it for a while. Finally, this Korean version started being broadcast. And we we do have confirmation that basically the, the Simon arc that took two episodes in the Japanese version is now three episodes in the Korean version. Um, and we have footage in that that was not in the original Japanese version. And which is weird saying original Japanese version because <laughs> technically now the international version is the original version and the Japanese <laughs> version an of is that. the... Yeah. Uh, and then whenever you say original Japanese version, we're always referring to Z proper. And now exactly. we need to start saying Z proper in, in all contexts. Man, Kai is... I'm sorry. It's an absolute clusterfuck. It's insane. It's a yeah. disaster. It's terrible. What is going on? It's It's been so hard to keep track. Who wants to deal with this? I can't. I cannot. Apparently even, I do. Well, you do. I cannot imagine being on the production side of things and even thinking about uh, I would drive myself insane worrying about having to deal with this. I can only imagine what these meetings were like between either just people at Toei Animation trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Or being at the negotiating table and having to tell all these other countries, hey guys, listen, here's basically what's going to happen. Oh my god. I mean, my thoughts on Funimation's home releases aside, again, I tip my hats to you guys. Because I'm wearing multiple hats, I guess. I don't know why I'm pluralizing that. I have multiple hats. I'm taking them all off in rapid succession for having to deal with whatever is being thrown any which way. It's nuts. It's completely not. Kai was an experiment, and it is certainly experiment through to the end here. It it, it has, I think, eaten up toy animation more than they care to <laughs> probably, admit. Probably. And then you, you pull off something like Battle of Gods. Yeah, meanwhile. And, you know, here it is, an entirely new movie, new animation, get voice actors back, and everybody loves it globally for the most part. And then you have something like Kai. <sighs> And it goes back to the question that that people have been asking since mid-2008 when we found out that this was not new animation. And it begs the question, why did they just not start over? (laughs) (laughs) Or just do the Dragon Ball Heroes series. For reals, guys. Why didn't you just do that? I mean, it's it seems like it's it's always been sort of a a money grab. I mean, they're a business. Come on. Of course it's a money grab. And it makes sense. It almost seems like they pushed the envelope as much as they could with the money grab. They wanted to make as much money with while spending as little. And in the process, Mm -hmm. they got themselves a total train wreck. The best part is it's non-consistent at all from start to end. Yep. I mean, you pick one episode at the beginning, you say you watch the second episode of, of Kai, and you come back and now you watch something in the Cell arc, and now you watch something in Majin Buu arc, you're essentially watching three different series. All right. So I think we've outlined pretty much everything. At this point, I mean, the responses are just overwhelming in the last hour here. Heath, I want to turn it over to Twitter and breeze through as many of these as I can. People have a lot to say about Kai. People have always had a lot to say about Kai. I know it's always been an interesting topic. So uh, I'm just going to start pretty much 
at the beginning of our timeline as I tossed this question out there an hour ago. We're just going to go through them. A couple of quick thoughts, but you all have so many thoughts. So I'm going to read a couple here. I'll get you started. Uh, Tara says, that sure was a Kai and Boo. I think Dragon Balls show up at one point. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, Malunas here says, I'm surprised it's even happening. And, and then goes on to say, I need to catch up on the podcast. Yeah, we, we need to catch up as well. Just weird because I agree. I'm surprised it's even happening. But it almost got to the point where it had to happen because they've been developing it since 2012. Toss it out there. All right. I'll do a few more and I'll turn it over to you. Chris Sukento says, the fact that there are two versions that it's in 69 and once again, cutting corners with the cast changes. Not looking good. Uh, let's see. We got Frankie here says, don't like that we're getting a longer version. The Japanese airing seems to stay more true to Kai's promise than the few tweets later international version. Still looking forward to the English dub, though, despite the iffy aspects of this continuation. Yeah, it's just iffy all around. Uh, I'll do one more here. I'll turn it over to you for a while. Sean, everybody can boom. The knowledge that we'll still get a well-made English dub out of it has let me manage to accept the shortcomings. So far, uh, Sean, I think you're putting a lot of faith in a lot of people right now. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen because in all likelihood, it will happen. It will probably be an accurate dub. It'll probably exist at some point. Mm-hmm. I think you're putting a lot of faith in people right now the way this is going. Chris Walkler says, really enjoy the faster pace. And I think I've heard that one. I mean, that's Kai. Um, pretty much as only the positive review from <laughs> yeah, anyone. So far. Caleb Thompson said lost interest after finding out that it will only ever be available in widescreen. Yeah, I mean, we've got the consensual community. We're the shitheads that want it full screen. AJ writes in saying an enjoyable but inconsistent mess that reeks of a distinct lack of funds and care can still be enjoyed alongside Kai 1.0. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think we have a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome going on with AJ there. Yeah. Uh, we have Navi's Pimp says, I think it's all right. I watch it for the voices. That's what's important. And our good friend Kaiser Nako pops in and says, the music is unfitting. The actual placement is garbage. Through mastering is piss poor. The whole thing feels like a rush job. Have you ever watched their... Uh, episode of Kai, oh i love it a bridge i love it so good best thing i've ever seen i still to this day will go and watch i think that. that's one of the best things they ever did um and then our pal jacob jumps in and says it's a cheap piece of filth with no time and money i.e no new animation from scratch placed in there thoroughly lacking in the fine art of using that one thing called silence I think I've moved well into apathy yeah he's got one more comment because jacob simply can't keep it to even two tweets. Kai in general exists to tell us just how little the production committee respects the franchise. You know, I kind of feel like that sums it up better than anything, Jacob, is they have so little respect for it. And in turn, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's Dragon Ball. It's a new, new, quote, Dragon Ball thing coming out. I just can't bring myself to care. All right, let me take over. I'll do a few here. Uh, jumping right. back a little bit. Let's see. Frank says, I'm enjoying the Kai Boo arcs. My first time ever watching DBZ in Japanese. So it's been a new experience. Man, Frank, go back. Z proper. I beg you. I beg you. Uh, let's see. Lindsay says, the music dominates the entire episode in an oppressive way. It's not even very good. So it's uh, a letdown at best. <laughs> and there have been a lot of people with that complaint. Yeah. And honestly, it's an, I don't want to say unoriginal. It's an original complaint that comes to us almost from the first episode of Kai. Yeah. yeah. 
back in 2009. There's just, there's never been breathing room. Yeah. Speaking of Stockholm syndrome, Willie says mixed feelings on the BGM. I want to love it, but I can't help but feel it's being cheaply made. Can we just have Yamamoto back? Oh, poor Yamamoto. Let's see. Dylan says, glad to see Kaibu happen for completest reasons, but it's a few years too late. The English dub needs Kai, however. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've uh, all had that as our main thesis since 2009. See, so our buddy Joe Tanuki says, the fact that there's two different versions is pretty interesting. I'm actually looking forward to see how they differ. Well, that is taking the glasses half full. We need yes. someone, someone to do it. Here's one from Chavel, I guess it is. Is it too late to piss all over this thing? Because that's what all the popular kids are doing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it definitely feels that way. And I want to make it clear, we freaking love dragon ball and it hurts us to be apathetic in any way about any dragon ball thing we want to be fans but we want to be critical at the same time and Mm -hmm. kai doesn't let us do any of that i mean critical in the laws we laugh at it way but i feel like i can't even critically analyze kai because i just don't care and it hurts me in my soul to say that about dragon ball it hurts a lot <laughs> um anyway and wow, that was uh really convincing have, uh, man i was right like i tried do we, do we need to talk offline you're right i i have a singular tear man. but so it's, it's all good okay all right. um uh fran ortega jumped in and said that uh toei is making such a lazy job with kai's boo saga that it's not even funny it's disheartening to see how it has been handled. Yeah. And I I think he speaks for a lot of people. Definitely. I mean, we see that repeated over and over through so many comments. Let's see. Uh, NJ says, music's lame, new Videl's horrible, and Funimation not officially announcing their dub yet is annoying. Well, talk about Entitled. Well, it's kind of true, though. It's kind of true. Kind of feel the same way. Although I haven't watched it, so I really can't comment on it. But from what I've spot checked. But I haven't even really spot checked. You know, I say that I haven't watched it. Nothing. I know you nothing. haven't watched like, it. Like literally nothing. I have not seen it. You've been very vocal about not watching I'm it. I'm trying to be because I'm trying to hold up my cool kid card if I can't hold my Dragon Ball fan card anymore. So I'm just be like, yo, what, man? F this noise. I ain't even watching it. It's not even a conscious. I'm not even watching it. It's just, oh, whoops. Yeah, I guess that's on. So Mike from 95 is back. Maybe. 95 i wasn't into it yet it was 96 well yeah man is there anything else a lot of these comments i mean there's a ton more josh and other folks uh Mm -hmm. having conversations lots of the same points over and over so i think i'm just gonna leave it there i mean we've heard everything there's to hear we're heath we're only like three months into this and it's just well yep that's pretty much the consensus it seems all right i want to go out on a high note because we love dragon ball we love what we do with dragon ball we have an opportunity as fans to really dive into the archives and enjoy dragon ball in a way that lets us enjoy dragon ball so kai as it airs let's put it behind us even though it's going to continue onward and will only continue to make us more crazy from here heath i want to wrap mm-hmm. up the show couple cool things that have been going on on the website because Kanzenju is huge, has a ton of stuff, something that you and Julian have been working on for an incredibly long time. And part of it is finally yes. live and will continue to be built upon just like pretty much all of our sections. What is new to the manga guide on Kanzenju? Uh, an ongoing fun project that we've had has been the weekly Shonen Jump serialization. 
section. I mean, forever, as far as I can remember, no one's ever really had one. No, we're talking about what's the cover? What's the uh, comment that Toriyama wrote with that chapter? When did it come out? Because the question of when did it come out, it's not as simple as you think it is. No. Uh, For a long time, and I started this by myself separately when I was running Constantai Mm -hmm. way back in the day, I made a release calendar. And that's really where a a lot of this all started. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a feature that we had that didn't get ported over to Consensu for very good reasons because Jew and I had already kind of been talking about doing this. Um, and it was going to be essentially the same thing. What we had back then at that point was I had no access to Japan like Julian does. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I got all of my release dates, which everyone as far back as I can remember has gotten theirs off of the cover of every weekly Shonen Jump issue. Makes sense. Uh, it has, has a date on yep. there. Well, the problem with that date is it's an issue date. It's not the actual date that the issue itself was released. It's just an impartial number that's put on there, um, especially for Weekly Shonen Jump, because it's a weekly issue. They're just done by weeks. So they're saying this is for this week. But really, the issue came out two weeks before that. Right. And I know something that we talk about, the best way to describe it is how V-Jump and Psycho Jump come out. Mm-hmm. V-Jump comes out on the 21st of every month, but it's dated two months in the future. So this is yep. June right now. Next week on June 21st will be the August 2014 issue of V-Jump. And Psycho Jump usually comes out around the 4th of every month, and that's dated for the next month. So we just had uh, June 4th-ish, I guess, whatever it is, the July issue if it comes out at the beginning of a month it's only post dated a month mm-hmm. it comes out at the end of a month it's post dated two months. right so the same thing was going on with weekly shonen jump in japan mm-hmm. where it was this is when it came out but this is the week that it's published for that doesn't Correct. make any sense but it that's how it is and the only way to know at least for us at this point because nobody documented it is to actually go look at old issues and in the back of each issue would be basically an ad for the upcoming issue of Jump. Right. And it would list a street date of when it would be available on newsstands. Right, which is different from the date published on that very next issue. Yep. So uh, Julian, in his infinite wisdom, found out that uh, a lot of libraries still have issues. So he found a local one near him. I, I say local, but he had to get on the train and go and spend a day. Right. And uh, went and had to reserve a spot in the library and sat down and a wonderful lady on a cart brought him (laughs) out issue upon issue of Jump and he sat there and cataloged all of the official release dates. So that's where all of those come from. Right. So we have those. And in the meantime, something Peking Duck, uh, Japanese Dragon Ball fan number one extraordinaire had been doing in Japanese, of course, because he's in Japan and speaks Japanese because he's Japanese. He's been cataloging all of Toriyama's comments from each and every weekly jump issue as well so julian had been taking those and doing translations and honestly doing kind of like the the proofreading fact checking for peking duck as well i think julian ended Mm -hmm. up coming up with oh this is duplicated this is written wrong you really need two sets of eyes on that kind of stuff so yeah because um well peking duck actually released a book in japan of all of these comments Mm -hmm. um and one time when i think it was when they were doing the quiz and Julian was over there, yeah. Peking Duck gave him a copy of the book for free and said, here, you know, have at it. You can take a look at it. Um, and before that, he had been posting them on Twitter. Yeah, he made a Twitter account for him. And right. uh, so Jake had been oh, that's right. Jake, uh, kind starting of to translate those. Yeah, yeah. And with Jake disposed at, at 
the time. I started talking to Julian about getting those done. And I actually typed them all up, copied them from Twitter. And that's when we started to notice, oh, you know, there are dates that were missing that we didn't have. There mm-hmm. were duplicates. And that's when Julian had to go back and talk to Peking Duck and say, hey, can you look in the original issue of Jump? Because <laughs> One of those, this has um, been printed actually... twice. So, yeah, it's it's been really fun. All the people we've been able to talk to in Japan, all the the research we've been able to do. All the nice um, librarians. Yes. Um, so while Julian was doing all that, then I was tracking down all of the um, cover issues of Jump. I've been doing that for years and years. Not so as easy is, as I you mean, think. Yeah, this has actually been an ongoing project since before we even merged. I mean, there's one issue of Monthly Jump that I needed the cover because uh, Nekomajin, was it Nekomajin Mike or two or something like that? I think it was. I I just didn't have the cover image. And the best resource I found was, I guess, Claymore was being published in Monthly Jump. But the Mike issue was a month before Claymore started. So the Claymore wiki didn't have that Monthly Jump. And Honestly, folks in Japan couldn't find an online image of this monthly jump issue. Finally, again, Julian at the library <laughs> kind of phone hovered over top because they wouldn't let you scan things. So right. he tried to center his phone as best as possible over top this old monthly jump. So now we finally have a cover image of that monthly jump. I, I had to have him do that myself. It's on crazy. A couple. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it's been years of watching online auctions. When yeah. people post things. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of these come from. So. Um, we have something like that coming up soon. Something that I've had a draft of for months. And then I actually ended up purchasing more things to triple check various bits of information. We're doing way too much research for our own good. For things well, that and, we care about. And the nice thing is for, for anyone that's concerned out there that we, we only have the first two years up right mm-hmm. now. Um, most of the other pages are pretty much done. We have all the it's chapters. translated. Translated. We have everything. Well, we have everything translated. It's just the grunt um, We have all the images done. I have those all resized, ready to go. We just have to type up a lot of the paragraph stuff at the top. So yeah, yeah. it's it's coming. It's in the works. So it is going to get done. In terms of content, just a couple last things that we've done somewhat recently. Uh, the July issue of Psycho Jump did have a three-question scouter Q&A with Naho Oishi of Dragon Ball SD uh, asking questions to Toriyama. So you can check that mm-hmm. out. Julian translated that. And then uh, I did a little refresh of the video games page over in the rumor guide. Uh, brought back a lot of sound files that had been archived and not not lost, but the just in the transition to Kanzenju, not as well documented as I would have liked. So that's all re-archived there, video files where appropriate, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I actually added in some new information to one of them, courtesy of uh, French superfan Cold Skin over on our forum, digging into the debug menus of the Super Butoden games and pulling things out. So the uh, the old rumor of all Dragon Ball games are unfinished rushed products. Uh, you could say that about Kai, I guess. Kai, by extension of Kenji Yamamoto, can I get dragged down? Uh, some updates over there. So check that stuff out if you're interested in uh, things left behind in the coding of games. There's a, a lot of really cool stuff to check out there. We got to bring this to a close. This is... Uh, Do we have to? This three-eyed cowboy is back in the saddle for hopefully not the last ride. That was a podcast. We did that. We did. We we did a podcast. Look at us. You have a long night ahead of you, don't you? I do. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. I guess for those that don't know, I've been working nights. It's been quite fun. What are you building? Oh, uh, we are building a highway. And that's what I thought. I was like, is it a bridge now? It's got to be bigger than a bridge. It's a bridge that has, or it's a highway that has bridges. 
<laughs> How do I English? It's a bridge that has a highway. But yeah, so it's been actually really, I guess I'll say different because normally like you and I are always on the same schedule and we can talk throughout the day. You're on the same stuff. schedule as Julian now. It's and weird. now I just talk to Julian like all the time. It's it's completely flip-flop. Yeah, it's been tough to line up schedules, which is part mm-hmm. of it. Um, you know, the, Some of the last few episodes, what I've been doing is kind of these piecemeal things where I'll record a topic kind of in a vacuum, in a bubble, and I'll pour it back into a show and I'll do a little intro narration kind of get the thing set up i'm usually really hesitant to do that i i I guess i'm the host of the show i i suppose i mean i've been doing this for so long i produced the whole damn thing so it's like i i don't want it to be my show it's it's all of us all of consensu make it what it is but if people really want it back weekly i could talk to myself for a while i don't want to though so well, I, I think over these next couple of weeks, it might still be sporadic again, mm-hmm. just as we line up schedules, but we're still here. Don't worry. For the most part, this worked out for us, so we can always try it again if we need to. We can. We can. I got to go basically straight to bed, though. I got an early morning, but I I'm taking know. a half day tomorrow, so that'll be nice. Woohoo. So I just get myself through that morning. I'll just drink more coffee than I usually do. I will say the one nice thing about working at nights is when I need to do site work, yeah. there's nobody on. <laughs> So what are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing at work? I'm working. On Consensu. Well, rarely. Oh, all right. I, a lot of the stuff that goes up is stuff that I already have done on my computer. Just and I just, when up. I'm in the office, it's yeah. like, oh, I'll throw this up. Trust me. I know what that's like. <laughs> so it's me every day, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, I mean, CD singles. Have there been games? I don't even know what's going on. Battle of Gods is premiering in August. Yeah. I think we mentioned that at the top of the show. That's a big thing. That's that's coming. Yep. Well, of course. We're going to find out what theaters it goes into here fairly soon. So. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, between Philly and New York, I, I have easy access to get the stuff. You out in I'm Bumble, guessing I'm going to have to go to USA. Kansas City. Yeah. That's my guess. It might be easy for you to just fly out here and go see it with us. I know. So we'll, uh, we'll of course, talk about that. And Julian, cover your Japanese debut, and um, I'm happy to cover the uh, North American debut. Other countries have had it for a while now. Uh, oh, man, I didn't mention this. Uh, Miguel sent me the uh, Mexican release of Battle of Gods, so I have I to check that. that out. So my Battle of Gods collection is up to three. Can Uh-oh. it one day rival the DBZ Movie 1 collection? We'll see. I don't know, because Battle of Gods will be more accessible since it's newer. Right, right. And I can actually just buy it myself when it comes out places. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We've been going for a while. Heath, this has been whatever the hell episode of our podcast has been. Was it like four million? I think. I don't know. <sighs> Weekly, I can't make any guarantees right now. We are not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. Consensu going strong. Just time zones are a bitch right now. It's just not working out. We'll get there. We'll get there. A lot of cool things. Uh, our buddy Josh Kendami, you've read his report of Xenoverse from E3. I want him on the show soon to talk about that. Just, I couldn't lie it up this weekend and then you and i decided to do this so we'll get there lots of great topics lots of great discussions lots of great news we're getting there don't worry about it you have been heath thank you sir well thanks for having me i'm glad this worked out you got it thank you uh my name is mike vegito ex for heath over there for me for julian off in japan for jake protecting us on jupiter although i guess he outed himself as being in hawaii right now ha ha now that he brought it Ta-da! up he it. he's on the beach hooray i mean he's not really on the beach Often, no, probably is often enough for all those fine folks. 
Again, Mike Vegito EX. Peace out. We will see you whatever it is next time here on the show. Kanzenshu.com. It's a website, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus. Uh, I guess Tumblr. I should just start cross posting things there. That's where everyone is now. Uh, you want to Snapchat? Wanna... We need more cat pictures. Uh, yeah, I can, I can make that happen. I'm sure yeah, you can. Watch out what you wish for. So again, it's great, wonderful. Dragon Ball, despite what you heard us talking about Kai, we love it. We love talking about it. See you next time.